Shrill, unfettered incompetence is a national security threat. And when a known enemy purchases that incompetence, it's far, far worse. And that is the proof that Peter Schweitzer put together in his book Red-Handed, the number one bestseller that is out presently. I've read lots of books, and I'll have to say that after I read Red-Handed that I went on to read 15 other books as direct spawns to confirm for myself the bombs of information that Peter Schweitzer revealed. And what we end up with is a sad story of purchased incompetence. China wants desperately to become the world's number one superpower. The only superpower. China has spent so much money buying up our political and entertainment icons to the point where it's just ridiculous. In the book, there is a story about Tim Cook from Apple sucking up to President Xi Jinping when the Chinese dictator visited the Microsoft headquarters in Seattle, Washington, while on a diplomacy tour in the United States to see Obama. I don't think that I can ever own an Apple again because of what I learned. My next phone will have to be something else. After shaking Xi's hand, Cook said, Did you feel the room shake? Referring to the remarkable presence of Xi, clearly sucking up. Tim reflects the rest of the desecrators that have taken money or done business with China in that way, especially in the tech industries. They have been seduced into disparaging America and investing that desecration into China with money created by the American capitalist system as the ultimate Trojan horse, and it is sickening. A team of investigators extensively researched Peter's book, and it all holds up. I checked much of it myself, so it's a safe testimony into a trial we must have on the incompetent fools who have taken China's money and turned their sheer stupidity against America on purpose for the result of our destruction, which is pretty serious stuff. However, I do have a different take on the motivations of everyone, specifically China. Xi desperately wants to restore China's honor in the world after the embarrassments from 200 years ago during the Opium Wars. Xi plans to have by 2050 the complete destruction of the West and be the global leader in everything, including the currency standard and government example, which he has dangled in front of the party of Davos to lure in trillions of dollars in investments. BlackRock, which has been on my radar for many reasons, currently controls over $10 trillion as the world's largest asset manager. That is a lot more money than the entire economy of Russia, for perspective. Peter doesn't cover it in his book how Larry Fink gained his muscle that he now applies to the world to impose climate change standards from the hard left. All that information is in other books, many other books ranging from Vivek Ramaswamy's Woke Incorporated to Christopher Leonard's Lords of Easy Money. Essentially the American Federal Reserve, obviously on purpose, has built up Larry Fink directly in BlackRock and other Wall Street money management firms to bring great harm to American infrastructure, crippling them while transitioning all financial transactions into China. BlackRock is the first money management firm in the world to gain access to the Chinese market and not without a cost. Larry isn't such an activist for China. In fact, he's laying down at their feet over every rule they wish to impose on him and his company. As Larry has said, BlackRock is a Chinese company when doing business with China, to put the fears away that loyalty to America or Wall Street specifically might compromise their relationship and violate their trust. BlackRock is important because they gained all this global muscle by buying up assets that dropped in value to virtually nothing after the crash of 2008. In a special relationship with the Fed and Ben Bernanke at the time, the policy of quantitative easing was started to pump in cash to save those assets. Over the next 10 years, the Fed has created a massive asset bubble that turned BlackRock and others into an enormous weapon of international finance. They have used their leverage to control many boards in America into imposing extreme leftist policies through ESG scores and other catastrophic measures to productive enterprise. 
BlackRock showed its cards in dealing with China and has shown themselves to be enemies of America in so many ways. Traditionally we would have said of this relationship to be one of national security. It has even given George Soros a reason to blush who has been against Larry Fink in the cozy relationship he has with China. If it not Fink from BlackRock, or LeBron James, Mitch McConnell, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, who actually asked Cy to name his baby, and countless other traders to America for the price of some looted money, what we have learned about the relationship China has and desires with the United States is essentially that of a step-parent marrying into all our families while pushing the dads out to the curb through a divorce. That is essentially what China wants to giant respect for, but they have that little problem with the Tiananmen Square massacre in 1989. I remember it well, but I didn't remember that there were reports that over 10,000 people were killed when the Chinese government put down a student protest at Tiananmen Square. The way the media reported it, I always thought of it as a much smaller event, such as the tragedy of the Hu concert in Cincinnati back in the 70s. As reported in Red Handed, the number was much, much higher, leaving many in America who wanted desperately to do business in China because of the massive amount of people they have there, willingly ignoring the cost of the massacre. That was certainly the position of the Kissinger and the Bush family. What happened at Tiananmen Square certainly messed up all the bridge-building Nixon had started with China. And Xi knows that the only way to put that event behind them is to tear down the rest of the world and show how bad their cultures are too. That is the origin of many of the woke cultures we are dealing with in America presently. It's a declaration by China that the West has its own problems as if pointing out negatives could erase their embarrassment at Tiananmen Square. And knowing that has revealed a vulnerability that I had forgotten about. It's what China most wants to forget, so we should never let them do so as a policy going forward. It is the reason that they have spent so much money buying up most of our politicians in some way or another so that they can purchase incompetence and our eventual destruction, what they call decapitating leadership. The more I learned, the less powerful I realized that China actually was. Their power comes from our own people, like Larry Fink, and ultimately the Fed in creating the money that China is using to buy off so many politicians and entertainment figures. But at least we can see how vulnerable they truly are, what they fear the most, which is the memory of Tiananmen Square, and how we can reverse these trends. Yet, we cannot ignore those who sold us all out and acted against our country. For them, we can only call it treason, and they took the money without ever thinking that there would be an eventual cost, which is a problem they'll have to resolve with themselves as we drain the swamp and leave them all without a place to hide, and exposed for the world to see. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business